What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Thursday, November 2nd. We got a big football weekend coming up. I would argue this is the biggest Dolphins game of the season so far. I know the Philly game was Sunday night football, but that wasn't an AFC matchup. This is a game against the Kansas City Chiefs. And it will be the biggest game the Dolphins play, I think, until the final game of the season against the Bills. That game could wind up deciding the division. It could wind up deciding home field. Or hopefully something significant. So our eyes will be glued to the television set. Sunday morning. Miami time, 9.30, Vegas time, 6.30 a.m. So early in the morning, what a great game it is going to be. I was talking yesterday on my show here and also another show I did, uh, Pharrell Coast to Coast. They had me come on yesterday to talk about Florida sports betting and my Slater's scoop. And then I was asked about the Dolphins. And I've said many times over the past few days, Germany getting this game, it's a joke because this is such a big game. And there could be so much implications come playoff time based on this game. Think about all of the games that the NFL has played overseas since they started doing that. All the games. Games in London, games anywhere, Mexico City, wherever these games have been. I do not remember waking up early on a Sunday morning to watch what is supposed to be an unbelievable football game. I don't remember that. I know the Dolphins have played at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time before because they're playing overseas, and we're going to watch the Dolphins But have we ever had, maybe we have, and I just don't remember it, have we ever had such a big game, such a good game being played overseas where you're waking up so early to watch it? I just don't recall it happening. I think this is the biggest one they've ever had. Great for the fans in Germany. Great for Dolphins fans who wanted some type of excuse to travel to Germany or just get out of your house besides heading to Miami Gardens. Hey, I get to head to Miami International Airport. I get to go to Frankfurt. If I did not have other plans, I'd be there. Because this is right up my alley. Even though it's a gimmick game and I'll go off on it and how this game has a huge advantage for the Dolphins, which is fantastic for all of us in South Florida, but it's it's a gimmick. The Chiefs, they they have a huge disadvantage here not having this game in Arrowhead. No matter gimmick or not, I'd be there if I didn't already have plans lined up for this weekend. You know I love traveling. I like going to games, especially big games. Playoff time, I'm all over the place. The Dolphins and Chiefs, I would have been there in Frankfurt in a heartbeat, but I already had 
obligations that sure I could have backed out of, but I'm not going to do that. I, I just won't. So I'll watch it very, very early in the morning. You know what I wasn't watching? The World Series. I caught a few innings, maybe, maybe like an inning and a half. So I can't say I watched a lot of the World Series because an inning or inning and a half isn't a lot. It's not even a lot of one game, let alone the whole series. But the World Series is over. So that means for the Marlins, it's hot stove time. The Texas Rangers are the World Series champions. The Miami Marlins, they'll have to wait until 2024. But what will they do here in the offseason? Don't worry, I'm not going to get to Marlins offseason talk this hour. I'll spare you. But it is the Marlins offseason, just like everybody else's offseason started late last night. What else do we have going on South Florida sports-wise? Inter-Miami, I see them posting practice clips. I don't understand what they're doing. They're practicing, but they have nothing to actually practice for. I, I don't understand, but okay. The Florida Panthers, they're back in action tonight. They're on the road against the Detroit Red Wings. We got the Miami Hurricanes football team with a challenge ahead of them at NC State. Saturday night game. We're all just waiting for the Canes to take on the Florida State Seminoles next week, which should be fun before the game starts. The trash talk. Although Canes fans, I don't know how much trash talk you really do with a Seminoles fan. I mean, what are you going to say? Hey, we're going to beat you. Look at our, look at our, our what? <laughs> look at our running game. Look at Reuben Bain. Look at Cam Kitchens. I don't know what else you could really say about the Canes. You can't say, look at our quarterback. Look at our coach. <laughs> Trust me, they they were looking. You don't want to remind them. Canes at FSU is always fun. The trash talk, again, I don't know how much there will be this time, but just the, the rivalry. Maybe it hasn't been as much fun as of late because the Canes have been hideous. And Florida State had a down period too, but certainly – uh, no more. It'll still be a fun time. Again, until the game starts. Here in 2023, though, we went into the year thinking, oh, yeah, we know everything. We know who's got a shot and who doesn't. And we were surprised. So you never know. Maybe the Canes will surprise all of us next Saturday. But they still got a game coming up this Saturday at NC State. Storylines, they just keep on coming. Yesterday, I talked a lot about the news that I put out on my X feed. Yet another Slater's scoop. Sports wagering finally going to be here. In case you missed that story, maybe you missed the show yesterday and you didn't go back and catch the replay. You were busy. It's all right. Maybe you were sleeping full from all that candy from the night before. The Seminole Tribe of Florida. They're going to unveil the sports book, the roulette tables, and the craps tables at the Hard Rock and other properties of theirs starting December 7th. But the big news. 
news that all of you were waiting for. The mobile wagering. Can you wager from home? As I told you yesterday with the Slater's scoop. That will be coming within the next two to three weeks. I believe, I, I don't know yet. And when I do know, I will give all of you the exact date. Trust me, this thing isn't just going to pop on and, oh my gosh, it's here. No, I will tell you. I guarantee I will tell you when it's coming on. I said two to three weeks. That's going to be correct, of course, because it was a Slater's scoop. But I do think it will be closer to the two weeks than the three weeks. And there's even a chance, I mean, technically speaking, two weeks from today would be November 16th. I put out the tweet yesterday. That would make two weeks November 15th. It could be a couple of days before that. So almost two weeks. It's exciting. People who wager on sports or want to wager on sports, this is very exciting news. I'm excited about it. Hopefully my bank account will be excited about it. Putting in a 15-team dream parlay on a Sunday or a Sunday night desperation parlay using NCAA basketball games in California, like the latest possible game to get myself out of a a loss from a Sunday afternoon. I've done those Sunday night desperation parlays before. Sometimes they hit. But maybe you'll be smart. You'll be really good with your wagering and you'll have some luck. You'll have some skill combined with the luck. And you'll win. We'll see. But it will be turning on very soon. I would say two weeks is very soon. And again, it could be a touch under two weeks. But just stay tuned here to the show. Stay tuned to my X feed at Andy Slater. That's where you can find me. Because the minute I know the date and time that that thing is turning on, I will give you the Slater's scoop without a doubt. People are doubting the Dolphins because, of course, they haven't beaten anybody yet. And that's true. They haven't. I mean, they beat six teams, but those six teams, eh. The two teams they lost to, the Bills and the Eagles, both on the road, those are good football teams. The Eagles are a good football team. The Bills, they're good, but... I'm not so sure about them. Either way, the two big opponents that the Dolphins took on, they lost to both of them. So the narrative is the Dolphins haven't beaten anybody, and that's true. Is that going to change Sunday morning, morning being the East Coast time? It won't be morning time in Germany. But is that going to change? Around 12.30 p.m., are the Miami Dolphins going to be 7-2 and two and in control? Because you know how the song goes. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. Well, they want to be in control of the division. They want to be in control of the conference. The storyline here, I don't think it's that the Dolphins haven't beaten anybody. 
It's something else. And I want to get to it. I got a lot of Dolphins material to discuss, but I can't until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. The storyline Sunday in Germany, Tua versus Mahomes. It's funny because when Tua addressed the media yesterday, it was his usual Wednesday news conference. One thing that really stood out is when he said, it won't be just me against Pat. It's the Dolphins against the Chiefs. It's Tua against the Chiefs defense, and it's Mahomes against the Dolphins defense. Now, while saying that is great, I don't actually believe it. When you got a game like this, you're going against an all-timer in Patrick Mahomes. The dude's got two rings. He's got amazing stats. He's already one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Are you not going to try to put up bigger numbers than him? Reality is, to me, it's Tua versus Mahomes. In the sense that if Mahomes is out there Sunday doing what he's capable of, Tua, he's got to match it. If Patrick Mahomes has even a decent game, and Tua is off, I don't see how the Miami Dolphins will win. The Dolphins' chance starts with Tua, and it ends with Tua. It's that simple, especially when you're going up against Patrick Mahomes. The Miami Dolphins' defense should be a little different. They should be better, but you're going up against Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes puts up tons of points. Well, the only way for the Dolphins to win would be for their offense to put up a ton and more than the Chiefs. How are they going to do that? They got to be led by Tua Tungabailoa. So that's why I see it. While they're not on the field at the same time, I still see this as Tua versus Mahomes. If the quarterbacks are not that important or it's not a matchup of quarterback versus quarterback, like if you think this is not Tua versus Mahomes, and I bring this up because I don't think everyone is going to agree with me in the audience, and that's fine. If you think, if your thought process is this is not quarterback versus quarterback, then Why is it we are consistently seeing the same quarterbacks in the biggest games of the season every year? Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Hurts. All of the best always seem to be playing in the most important games. Quarterbacks matter disproportionately in the NFL. It's just reality. It's quarterback versus quarterback. There's so much on the line here in this game. I talked about if Mahomes has a great game and Tua doesn't, it's an easy Kansas City Chiefs win. What about the other way around? 
what if Patrick Mahomes looks like he did in Denver where supposedly he was under the weather, he was sick, and Tua does what he's capable of? The Miami Dolphins are going to win that football game. What if Mahomes does what he always does and Tua does what he's capable of doing? Being extremely accurate, throwing the ball downfield to Tyreek, and the Dolphins' running game, the motion, everything works, well, then we got a shootout. And whoever makes a mistake, Tua, Mahomes, whoever it may be, it'll most likely be the deciding factor. This game, the Chiefs and Dolphins, is one that, yes, we'll see on Sunday, but we'll probably see it in late January. We got a really good chance of seeing the Dolphins and Chiefs in late January. And when we do see that game, if it does take place in late January, we will look back at this game coming up on Sunday. We'll take a look back in January at this one. And we'll say that was the swing game. If the Dolphins hadn't won that game or if the Chiefs hadn't won that game, they would have been in a position with a huge disadvantage come the AFC title game. I'm telling you, I truly believe this. The AFC championship host site, I really feel is on the line this Sunday. And it's a huge advantage for the Dolphins. Because if you knew that factually, if it was a fact, I told you right now, whoever wins this game Sunday, they host the AFC title game. If I told you that as a fact, how happy would you be as a Dolphins fan that this is a Chiefs home game, but it's in Germany, it's in Frankfurt, it's not in Kansas City? You'd be thrilled. And a Chiefs fan should be furious. Now, if the Chiefs beat the Dolphins, then it's a moot point. We know why the NFL sends teams abroad. They want to allow people from around the world to see the teams and as a side benefit to give the teams a chance to see the world. There's a lot of money involved. The NFL wants to be a global product. I think I was reading in the offseason, maybe next year, they're going to have a game possibly in Brazil. Didn't Brazil adopt the Dolphins as like their team? Maybe the Dolphins will head to Brazil. The Dolphins head to Brazil next year. You know I'm headed to Brazil. Great views, I've been told, are in Brazil. But they're not in Brazil now. They're in Germany. I don't know about the views. I'm talking about the Dolphins. Hearing what the Dolphins had to say yesterday being there in Germany, they had their normal Tuesday off. They flew overseas on Monday, so they were already there for their Tuesday off. So a bunch of the guys went out, had some beers, ate some German food. Tua said he played a little golf, and that's about it. By now here on Thursday, they're locked into game mode. 
The Dolphins have been practicing. They've been having meetings. They've been doing all the things to try to have a normal week or at least as much of a normal week as they possibly can. The Chiefs, today was their travel day. So they're going to have less time to get acclimated, but they had more time in their own beds. I would say by kickoff time on Sunday, the Chiefs should be fine. If the Dolphins win, I don't think it'll be because they flew in earlier than Kansas City. If the Chiefs win, I don't think it'll be because they flew in later. This game, to me, comes down to Patrick Mahomes and Tua Tungabailoa. You may be able to say that about any game, but particularly in this one, the skill sets that both of these QBs have, it's really going to be decided by how they perform. They're just such a big difference with their team. And I want everyone to keep something in mind about this game on Sunday. Patrick Mahomes, we know, is very different than any other player in the league. We also know that the Dolphins' offense is very explosive. I could see Miami putting up big points. I could see Miami getting up early. The thing about Patrick Mahomes, and this is why he's an all-time great, Patrick Mahomes could score so quickly. He can come up with so much magic. I do not want Dolphins fans or the Dolphins to let their guard down early. If Miami gets up by, let's say, 20 in the third quarter, remember, you're going up against Patrick Mahomes. It's not over. The Dolphins will have to play till the final seconds of this game or they won't win it. This is not a game where the Dolphins can play with their food. If the Dolphins are fortunate to get up, they're on top, they're in control. We're always in control. They have to bury the Chiefs and then bury them again. Otherwise, they'll become another clip on a Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes highlight reel. You won't need to watch video clips. Forget that. Just head on over to Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, where you'll be surrounded by beautiful... Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is open every single day from 8 p.m. all the way until 6 in the morning. You want to watch a game at Dean's Gold? They got tons of TVs. You will always be entertained no matter what the score is. You can have your own intermission, a private intermission, a private halftime show. Dean's Gold is the place to be. Why would you not want to be surrounded by gorgeous women who come from all over the world? So many different countries are represented at Dean's Gold. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard that's in North Miami Beach. Have yourself a fantastic Thursday night. Go watch the football game there. You will never be bored. You'll always be entertained at the ultimate gentleman's club, Dean's Gold. What if I told you 
Tyreek Hill deserves credit. If I just said that. If I said, okay, here's the segment, everybody. Here we are. We're back. Second segment this hour. Tyreek Hill deserves credit. You'd probably think, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, he deserves credit. Look at how many yards he's got. Why would anybody think he doesn't deserve credit? Well, Tyreek deserves credit for what he's done on the field, of course. But that's not what I want to talk about. Tyreek Hill deserves credit for something else. And I haven't heard anybody bring this up. When I say I haven't heard anyone bring it up, I'm not talking about tuning into other shows. I'm talking about social media, writers, reporters. I have not seen this or heard this brought up yet. So we can all agree Tyreek deserves credit for what he has done on the field. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL. He's the fastest receiver in the league. He's having an historic season. He's got more than 1,000 yards eight games in, which is crazy. He's on pace for 2,000, which was his goal. But here is why I believe Tyreek deserves even more credit than what he's just done on the football field. Do you recall months ago, Tyreek Hill is the one who saw to his greatness. He believed in Tua. Tyreek believed in Tua before it was the cool thing to do. Right now, everyone, oh yeah, I believe in Tua. Tyreek believed in him before anybody else, maybe with the exception of Mike McDaniel. There was a time many months ago where everyone was calling Tua a noodle arm. Tua can't make those throws. No way. And when that was happening, when that was being said, Tyreek came out and he said, this dude is the most accurate passer I've ever seen. And that includes Patrick Mahomes. I've seen Patrick Mahomes. This guy we have here, Tua, he's the most accurate passer I've seen. I don't hear anybody talking about that or bringing that up anymore. It's something that I remembered when I was preparing for the show this afternoon. I was having, I didn't have eggs this morning. I just had a croissant and a latte. I can go for another latte right now. I don't mind a latte in the afternoon, although I like it like a, an ice latte in the afternoon, not a hot one. But I'm preparing for the show this morning. I'm sipping on my latte. I've got my croissant heated up. Okay, going segment by segment. What am I going to be talking about? And I'm thinking about this game Sunday and Tyreek and what he said about his quarterback. And now you take a look not only at the connection, but you take a look at Tua overall. Tyreek saw this and Tyreek said it. This is not a case of Tyreek just saying it and he didn't believe in it. Tyreek also said his goal, 
2,000 yards. Well, he's definitely on pace for it. You know what this reminds me of? Some of you may remember, I know it was a while back, but Shaq and D-Wade. When Shaq came to Miami, D-Wade was talented. He was really good. But I don't think everyone knew Dwayne was going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Shaquille O'Neal did. He definitely knew. Shaq came to Miami in his first news conference. The big diesel, he's in town. Can you dig it? He said, look, this is Dwayne Wade's team. Let's be clear. It's Dwayne Wade's team, and I'm just here to help him win a championship. I see the same dynamic with Tua and Tyreek. Tyreek is already a champ. He's at the top of his game. No one questions Tyreek's greatness. And here's this young player, Tua Tungvaluwa, who he immediately saw was going to be special. And like I said, the only person before Tyreek who may have thought this was Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel believed in Tua before it was cool. He looked at Tua's video and said, yeah, I know this guy sat behind Ryan Fitzpatrick for a while. I know Brian Flores was sending him to the bench, but what I see is special. I remember that FaceTime he was doing on the private plane, talking to Tua, and a lot of us were watching that like, come on. Like, really? You you believe in, in Tua? We were trained to not believe in him. I bring this up because we know the storyline with Tyreek playing against his old team for the first time. People believe Tyreek might go nuts on Sunday, and he may. Sometimes you get these storylines and the matchups, and then nothing really comes out of it. Tyreek, though, he doesn't need a storyline or a matchup to do well. He's been unbelievable so far. I don't know if the Dolphins will win this game Sunday. I'm not going to come on here today or even tomorrow previewing this game saying the Dolphins are going to win this game, I'm telling you, and here's why. Or the Dolphins, they're not going to win this game, I'm telling you, and here's why. I'm not going to do that because I don't know if the Dolphins are going to win this game. I can't give you the Slater's scoop on who's going to win Sunday. But I did tell you that mobile wagering is coming to Florida within the next two weeks, and that I can guarantee We know the Chiefs are tough. Patrick Mahomes is coming off of a loss. And he didn't look good in that loss. Supposedly, he was sick. We know this is going to be a super tough matchup for the Dolphins. The storyline of Tyreek versus his former team, Tua against Patrick Mahomes. We know the Dolphins are going to be pumped up. They're going to be more pumped up than the Chiefs are. I'm sure Tyreek's going to be pumped up. It's going to be awesome to watch. 
this game, not only do the Dolphins want to make a statement, I'm sure the Kansas City Chiefs, they want more than a W. They want a W and a statement themselves as well. The only thing that would have made this game Sunday more fun is if the game was being played at Arrowhead. A Dolphins fan right now is thinking, no way. But let's be real. You know this show is always all about... The atmosphere, everything, and if the Dolphins would have won at Arrowhead, if they win in Germany against the Chiefs, cool, fantastic. But how much more fun would it be if the Dolphins beat the Chiefs in Kansas City? And even before the game, we would get Tyreek and the Chiefs fans. Maybe the Chiefs fans would show appreciation to him. However it would have played out, it would have been not only a super cool storyline, it would have been really nice to see. We may very well get the Dolphins and Chiefs in the AFC championship game. That would be a lot of fun. And I really do think this Sunday's contest, it will determine between the Dolphins and the Chiefs who will be playing at home in that AFC title game. I do think it'll be those two teams. I'm I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm not betting on it. But if somebody asked me right now who's going to be in the AFC title game, I would say the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Baltimore, nah. I mean, Baltimore probably not underrated, but they're just underthought of. Baltimore, I don't think anybody... In South Florida is talking like AFC title game, Dolphins, Ravens. The Bills, I just haven't been impressed. And the reason I believe the Dolphins can get to the AFC title game is because I think they'll be playing their first playoff game at home, and that'll make a big difference. Now, notice I said first playoff game at home. Because I think there will only be one playoff game for the Dolphins before the AFC title game. Meaning, I believe the Dolphins will win the AFC East. And they'll get a bye. So, if that's the case, the Dolphins' home field advantage, not so much because of the fans. And I'm not saying the Dolphins fans aren't good. The Dolphins fans are are great. But in January, (laughs) home field advantage has a lot to do with the weather. The crowd, yes, but the weather? Not having to go to snowy Buffalo, snowy Kansas City, maybe even snowy Baltimore? That's why the Dolphins really need home field advantage. How weird has this year been? I'm talking about home field advantage for the Miami Dolphins. So crazy, but we love it. We also love poker, at least I do. And I know a lot of you do too because you come on out to my poker tournament. The next one is Tuesday night. This coming Tuesday, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. 
$20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool for the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament Tuesday night, November 7th. That is five days away. Come hang out, play cards, maybe even win some money. Second place pays a lot. I get first, you fight for second. If you happen to knock me out of my own tournament, you'd be getting lucky. And you'd also be getting two seats on the glass to go see the Florida Panthers in action. I will send them to you the minute you knock me out, or I'll send them to the second place winner when I come in first. Cards will be in the air at 6 p.m. Tuesday night, November 7th. You could register until 9.30 p.m. $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool for the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament Tuesday night, November 7th at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. So how about the Miami Heat? Huh? Let's give it up for the Miami Heat. Oh, my gosh. The Miami Heat had a 16-point second-half lead against Brooklyn. And you blew it! They've now lost four in a row. They spent the summer courting a guy who wanted to be in Miami, but the Heat could not land him. What I feel from the Heat is just a lot of bad momentum. The summer was a disappointment. The season started, and it's been a disappointment so far through five games. Tyler Hero... He's been really good. His scoring's much better, so that's a plus. But the team overall, the regular season, we know it's not critical to the Heat. As long as they get in, they get into the playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. We know it. We saw it last year. They barely survived, but they got in. They won the second play-in game. That means they lost the first one, but they found their way in. And after that, they just pummeled through the Eastern Conference. Even though we know that, I still want the Heat to be interesting, not just in May and June. Although that's particularly when I want it to matter. But in the interim, these uninspired home losses to bad teams, can we have those go away For perspective, the Miami Heat are one Detroit Pistons point away from possibly being 0-5. They got one win on the whole season, and it was by one point against Detroit. Detroit basketball! That is a brutal start for the Heat. And I can sense frustration. It is high. Tyler Hero said after the game, at some point, it has to matter to us. So they're five games in, and after five games, the Miami Heat are worried if the season and the games matter to them. That's brutal. Now, in terms of panic, people ask, is it time to panic? I love this question. It's such a sports talk question. I wish we could use it in other walks of life. Is it time to panic? The exterminator comes to the house. Is it time to push the panic button? The uh, Uber Eats driver is 10 minutes late, or here in Medellin, the rappy uh, guy is 10 minutes late. Is it time to push the panic button? For the Miami Heat, is it time to push the panic button? My answer is no. I wouldn't panic. 
I wouldn't freak out. There's key rotation players who aren't in just yet. Caleb Martin is a key player who's going to get some run. Haywood Highsmith just had his first game back. Kevin Love was out last night. I wouldn't freak out. Would I be concerned? Okay. Yeah, the Heat need to get it together, especially that Jimmy's in this window where he's 34 and he's been excellent in his time with Miami. Four years, two NBA Finals, and one year where they were one shot away from the NBA Finals. That's very impressive. But reality is Jimmy Butler came to Miami to win a championship or multiple championships. So far, he's 0 for 4, and he's 34 years old, and the Miami Heat haven't had anything else significant added to their roster. So the Heat can't just afford to punt this season. They need urgency. You don't want to dig yourselves into quite that big of a hole. Hopefully, they'll start winning some games. I wouldn't panic. Would I be concerned? Yeah. Would I be worried? Meh. Panic? I I wouldn't do that. You don't have to panic just yet. Some of you may be panicking about your future, what your goals are in life, your objectives, financially in particular. That's why I tell you about Trajan Wealth. Trajan Wealth is local. They're located in Palm Beach. Trajan Wealth wants to help you. They can help you. Maybe you're thinking about retiring early. That could be a possibility. Whatever your life and goal objectives are, Trajan Wealth will put together a plan based around what you are looking for. And it's not going to cost you anything to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. So why wouldn't you do it? Visit TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or if you want to pick up the phone and call them, you could do that. 561 390 1000. Let Trajan Wealth start to help you today. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. The World Series is over. Did you know it started? Not really the most enticing uh, matchup there, the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Not like the Yankees and the Dodgers. Real quickly, though, just to touch on baseball, the lesson of the Texas Rangers should be a good one to the Marlins. You need to spend money. You develop young talent, you have good players, and then you go out and you spend big to bring in the right guys. You have a great clubhouse, and you will get the results. I'm sure the Marlins will follow right along. All right, that's all the time I got for this Thursday afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.